Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cho Show Podcast presented by TheSwaffleReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodall, a.k.a. J.J.J. A.k.a. J.J. We're keeping that in there. We're keeping that in there. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodall, aka JG Smooth. If if you if you if if I'm sounding different, if I'm tongue twisted, uh, I am congested. I'm battling allergies. It is what it is. It, it's just it's gonna be the death of me at some point. I uh, already know, but uh, I wanted to surprise you all because I know it's been kind of a low in content lately, mainly due to said allergies. Uh, but I I know we put out the December update. I appreciate the support and the feedback and the comments on that. Uh, but I did want to get out the season recap. I said I was going to get that out there. Like it was last week. Um, but I, I just, I just, I didn't. I just didn't. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I just didn't. I didn't get to it. Um, but just over the course of last week or so, a few weeks, right, some things have happened, so I wanted to touch on it as as well. So uh, this will this will be the season recap. I have no idea how long this is going to this is going going to be. Uh, but there is two things though before we get to that. I also touch on my thoughts, early thoughts on early shining day. I have not yet watched a lot of film, um, but I, I I have seen a few people that we've gotten. Shout out to. Uh, Willie Rice, he followed me the other day on Twitter. I appreciate that, sir. Defensive back. Um, I, I, I'm i very impressed by what we've got so far. I will touch on that later. But I want to start because there are two coaching changes uh, in, I guess, technically. Well, Northeast State's technically still an MIAA member in other sports. There's not football for the next two years. And then former conference uh, mate Lincoln. Right, the coaching changes there. Uh, you know, both programs um, are near and dear to my heart. Well, yeah, I kind of near and dear to my heart. So I want to go ahead and touch on those brief. Well, I want to touch on Lincoln first. Uh, go ahead. Go, I was literally about ten days ago. I feel like it was on the eleventh. I'm recording this on the twenty first. We should be hearing this also on the twenty first. Um. Coach Jermaine Gales resigned after a 0-22 record in two years. If you if you're going to ask me, am I surprised by that? Kind of. I, I kind of am on the fact that he resigned um, and that he wasn't fired. <laughs> like to be honest with you, um, I because it seemed like they were going to get the man a third year. Uh, I do. I feel like he made some progress. I, I feel like he did offensively. Um, I know their best playmaker on Darius Ely is graduating. I think he's playing in some kind of all-star game. Shout out there to uh, Darius, uh, Darius Ely, I think, a, a, a quality receiver. Like I said before, that could play for a, a lot of other other teams. Uh, yeah, he he stepped down. Uh, I that. I noticed they had quite a bit, similar to UCLA, they had quite a bit of players enter the portal. A lot of their uh, promising freshman, sophomore defensive players, especially in the, in the second day, I noticed was entering the portal. So uh, it, uh, for a team that didn't have a lot of talent and or numbers to, to already be losing guys uh, is, is not the best of looks there. So 
Uh, they have not hired a coach as of twelve as of one <laughs> as of one nineteen p.m. Um, I checked before I pressed record just to make sure they have not named a coach yet. So I'm curious to see who they get. Remember, they're going to the Great Lakes. Uh, wishing them the best. Like I, you know, always they're uh, they're a uh, HBCU. I'm pulling for them. I really hope they get it together. I, I did. It's just been tough for them since they restarted the program. I know they, I don't want to say it was decent, but they were better than they were before when they, before they folded the program, and then they brought it back. And I want to say the most wins they've had in a had in the season is like three or four since that time. I know they've invested. I think was it about six million dollars? They 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 invested in facility up, up upgrades uh down there in Jefferson City. So I'm listening the best of luck there. Hopefully they find somebody riding the ship there. Cause I, I mean I know there's gotta be talent in state in the state of Missouri, right? You get I mean, we look at Central Missouri, look at Missouri Western, uh, even Missouri Southern, right? Most of they, they teams is local. Um, you know, so I got there there has to be talent down there, plus you're plus being a HBCU, you're kinda able to recruit more nationally as well. All right. So I I feel like I feel like it's a tough job. I, I mean, obviously, it's a tough job. I haven't won a game since October 2019 against the team I'm about to touch on. Okay, so, yeah, clearly, clearly, it's a very tough job. I just, I, I'm just wishing them the best luck. I know the men's basketball team was undefeated until they played. Until they played head coach Bob Hoffman and uh, subsequently lost that basketball game. Uh, it was a shout out to the to the UCO men's basketball program too, but with eleven and one entering the winter break, I think mean, they won a overtime game and their first game in Vegas, and then like put the whoop down on somebody by like twenty. Uh, the other the, the other other day, so a shout shout out there to head coach Bob Hoffman and the men's basketball team. I know I'm, uh, I know our videographer Landon was able to get out to one of the games. Chad, they the real deal. So uh, I, I would definitely be trying to get to some of those. I know the old man and I should be going to try to get to to some in the coming year. Um, so, but again, shout out there to Bob Hoffman. Uh, so, yeah, I'm wishing Lincoln the best of luck. I, it's just, you just, you just, uh, yeah, yeah. So moving on to the one I'm going to talk about the most, though, are their friends down in Tahlequah, Northeastern State. Now, you know, I have I said I gave my soapbox was it back in twenty was it twenty nineteen? I think I I think I, I think I I think I think I did. Okay. And I think I mentioned something about like yeah, wall the eighty two fourteen wins nice. What was it sixty two to nothing, I think in twenty eighteen it was. It was what what fifty what was it what fifty five to to seven in twenty twenty two. Right. Um, you know, like sure, 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 those are great, you know. I mean, I like you always want to beat your 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 rival, but like at the same time, it, I feel like the best rivalries are ones are competitive, right? Like I'm like as as disappointing as last year's or as this year's win against them was, right? Like you you gotta admit that probably was the most invested I've been watching a President's Cup game for four quarters in my time covering because 
it was actually competitive for a period of time, right? Like that, I feel like that's what rivalry game should be, right? I mean, um, and, and so like, and, and I think it was <coughs> um, shout out to Mister uh, Tony Sellers and Mister Tom Dunning, always fantastic supporters. I think Mister Sellers posted on X slash slash Twitter. Northeastern State's record in the past 10 years is 12 and 99. Again, 12 and 99. Now, I think three of those wins. Yeah, yeah. Three of those wins came against Lincoln. So you, you take that away. They, we're sitting at what, 9 and 99? Um, right? Like, that. that's, that's bad. I don't think that's, I mean, that's, that's really it, 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 and it's it's more sad than anything, right? Because you know, obviously, Coach Droll spent 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 time down there uh, back when they were a, a good, legitimate program, right? They was competing on a national level, right? Like, I, I, I I'm hoping I'm hoping they can turn it around. Um, you know, they 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 chose not to renew the contract of Coach JJ Eckert. I think he went four and forty, something like that, in in his four years. Listen, I have great respect for Coach Ecker. I think he did the best job he could. Uh, but the problem is, you can't like you 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 can't take the step back the man took. I mean, they were shut out in what almost half the games last year, right? And then it, I think what made it worse for him. They went in the portal and it, it they they got they got they got worse. Okay, so like that, it, it just didn't work out for him. Uh, wishing him the best of the best luck. Now I I think and I posted this too on Twitter slash X, uh, and the man did follow me back, so I appreciate that. They went out there and hired Coach Darren, and I hope I'm saying his name right. So Coach, if you're listening. I, I if I butcher your last name, I I deeply I deeply apologize. Um, Cheverini, I think right. He used to play at Colorado, play for the Cleveland Browns. Um, I remember him as a position coach at the FBS level. Uh, I know last year he was at a JUCO in California, and if you know anything about JUCOs, the Cali JUCO is no joke. He took over a team that had zero players, and in six weeks put together a roster that won the, that won the won the conference. So we know this man knows what he's doing. Okay, um, I, I think from a northeastern state pers- perspective here, we, I, this is probably about the best outcome you could ask for in a in a in a in a coaching search, given the state of your program. Right, uh, I he. He's proven he can do more with less. Okay, right. I think that's that that's something that's always important um, at programs like that, right? I, I think the track record will help, right? I think he has. Here's the thing. I think the 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 players he has, I it, the the record is not for lack of effort. I I will say this. The the least under Coach Eckert, I can tell they they played hard. I give them credit because again, 29-19, they was down. They didn't quit in that game until they was down like set like 70. Was it like 72-75 to 14 for that like before you could see the guys quit? 
right? Like, the, they were still fighting hard. It was 28 nothing at the end of the first quarter, and then they, they tied it in the second quarter, uh, 14 apiece, right? Like, I like that's the team that fights hard. We saw it this year. It was down, what, 21 and nothing, something like that. Came back, made it a game, right? Like, so... I think the mindset is there, right? Obviously, they've got to improve the talent. And this is where uh, Mr. Mr. Dunning had a great response there to my uh, uh, tweet about that. Because he said, right, there's too much talent in the Tulsa, Arkansas, Fort, Fort Smith area for Northeastern State to be that bad, right? And like, right, and you look at the state of Arkansas, Right, obviously Harding won the 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 D two championship. By the way, shout there to uh, Todd Lishenby. I think he's the play by play guy, along with um, our dear friend John John Fitzgerald. He brought out he brought up a great a tremendous point. We need we they, they we need to we need to uh, the NCAA needs to fix the uh, the playoff format there. Like scrap the region stuff, bro. Because they just. It's it's just not good. It's 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 really not good. I think he like pointed out the fact that like Harding's road to get pretty much to deep playoff run was harder than their actual like than than that than the actual run to win a championship. Like we I think we gotta we gotta look at that. We gotta look at that and we gotta admit that, you know, the Midwest has a lot of quality D two football teams, and there should, should be there should be more of those that 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 get in over the lesser teams. We're just gonna call it what it is. I I, I really hope at some point that they do look at that because that that has also been a gripe of mine too. Um, but right, I think so. What was that? Yeah, right. So, um, but he had a good point though. Miss Nunning did did have a really good point though. Like. And I'm not saying, right, we need Northeastern State to become world beaters, right? But, like, I would like Northeastern State to get to a competitive level, right? I said it in the tweet. I said a good, I believe a good Northeastern State, right, is good for the conference because they will rejoin the conference once they get the program back up, right? It's good for the conference, but it's also good for Oklahoma college football, right? Like I they I think that's the thing because we know cause cause we know, right, we know this the D two version of Bedlam, right? We know the guys take it serious. We talked to Peyton Scott. By the way, shout out there to Peyton uh, Peyton Peyton Scott and I think he's going to be an English teacher and running backs coach at Mustang. Shout out there to now coach Peyton Scott. We for sure will we'll have him on at some point again. Um as I mentioned before, I touched on in the uh, in the update, the second podcast. I, that's going to happen this year, so don't be surprised if he uh, appears on that at some point in time. Talk about our Pittsburgh Steelers, but shout out there to uh, Peyton, 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 Peyton Scott. But I, I still, yeah, I still believe though that it we we need is because obviously we're losing Bedlam, right? We need this game to be. Be- we, we we need more games like we saw this past year in the rivalry than we've seen in years past. I think it's we were, this is what the ninth straight win, eighth ninth straight win, I, or something like that. I think literally I think the last competitive what was it twenty 
In 2016, 2017, they won by a UCO, won by a field goal. That's the prior to this season. That was the last truly competitive one. And even this 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 season, well, it was competitive, but it was competitive because let's let's be honest here. You show crap the bed in the second and third quarters. That if if they played the way that they played in the first and the fourth, we probably should have won that game by like fifty. But like that, but we still what we need. We need rivalry games. Need to be like they need to be good, right? And we don't we don't want a lopsided rivalry. That's what it's kind of become. So I'm hoping that coach can turn it around. Like I, I truly, I truly, I truly am. Uh, because I feel like there's good. I'm trying to figure how do I, how do I meet? Like we, we, we are now with Lincoln being gone, right? Maybe there's an opportunity for us to have a non-conference game, which would be lovely. Um, and we can play more, you know, local teams, your Southern Nazarenes, your your Swansuits. And by, by the way, speaking of Swansuits, shout out to former uh, UCO pass game coordinator Andrew Rice. Uh, you were there in 2021. He was the quarterback's coach passing game coordinator. They uh, had pretty much led Keith Calhoun to his best year in the UCO uniform. He was then the Swansu head coaching. It was last week. Shout out there to Coach or Coach Rice. I, I I think I know I have some context, uh, some some context on the Weatherford. I don't I know that's a that's a that's a tough job. I I I know I know that as well. Uh, so I'm wishing him the best of luck there, right? But like I I would love to see love to see our D two programs in the state. Uh like be be competitive all the way around, right? Like I think, like that's that's the thing, right? Because like obviously when you, when you look at the state, obviously the big three it's OU, OSU, and Tulsa, right? That like I get it, it is what it is, but like there's good. I figure out how how to to me. There's too good of high school talent in the state for our teams to not be at a better level, right? Like. For UCO's standpoint, it's not talent, which I will we will touch on here shortly. Okay, but like the other ones, I it, it kind of is right, and like in Northeastern State, it definitely is. So I'm really hoping that coach can utilize Tulsa area. <coughs> I know the programs there have been down as of as of late, not as fruitful outside of the Jinx Union, Broken Arrows, Bigsby's. Uh, Right, like I, I know, like the actual Tulsa, Tulsa schools, like your Addison's Memorials, um, Hales, Rogers, uh, McLean's. Right, I'm, I they, I, I get they've been they've been down your Addison's, right? But like, still, still, though, I think there's enough talent out there for them to be better than what what they what what they are, and so I'm really hoping that they that they turn it around, that they can improve. So. The battle for the president's cup actually becomes a battle and and not a a one sided slaughtering every year, right? Um, I still contest it's going to take more than two years though if they're willing to get to a competent MIAA level, um, unless they're able to to do what Coach Bradley's done at down down there in Joplin, uh, which is I, which is very impressive by the by the way. Now, if he's able to do that. In two years, that's fine. 
Uh, but I, I, I contest it is probably going to take more than two years. Though. It's, it's just it, it, he has to hit a home run early and 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 often, and it's 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 possible. I, I, I just. I just, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I, I am wishing them the best of luck, though. Um, obviously, when they play UCO, I'm pulling for UCO the whole time. But again, you know, I, I, I have nothing against them outside of them being, being, being our, our, our rival. I respect any team that plays hard. They played hard, um, you know. So I, I'm wishing them there the uh, best of luck. Now, turn, turning our attention to the um, season recap here. That's already been 18 minutes. Good grief. I did not expect my soapbox on, on Lincoln and uh, North Eastern State to take that long. I apologize. But um, looking at this season, I, I, after giving it more more thought, right, more thought, we've seen more more players have uh, departed, landed elsewhere, right? Um, and to those, to those, to those guys, listen. I'm wishing you all the best of luck. It truly was an honor and pleasure to have covered you. Um, but just because you're not in the bronze and blue doesn't mean I'm not going to keep on supporting you. Bars right there. Um, so, I, so I am wishing those people the uh, best of luck there. But like, if we're looking, if we're really looking at the season, obviously it's disappointing. We we five and six. We should. We're supposed to be better. I touched on uh, in the channel update, right? I said I felt like part of the problem was it seemed like it didn't seem, it seemed like it was a bunch of individuals more than it was a team. I still kind of stand by that, but also after looking about it more, I I think <clears throat> we, we've also got to realize the fact here it is nothing personal. I did like again. Like I always say, it's never personal. It's just objectively looking at it. Feel like we were out coached fairly amount of times this year, right? We got a bit because again, you have to look at the fact. Why did it take us until until six games in to realize we should go to a four man front? Right? I feel like we should have realized that. Two, three games in, you know, um, like what? Why did it take us probably about the same amount of amount of amount of time to hammer out a corner situation, right? Like I don't like it, it's it's things things like that, you know. Like why did it take us what two and a half games to open up the offense? You know what I mean? It's like things like that. We don't have the luxury of a non-conference. Okay, like we, 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 we truly don't. Now it'd be different if this is like you know we we've got you know three games against either completely subpar teams or teams like Kearney that you know, well I mean Kearney was kind of bad this year but right, but teams like Kearney where we we couldn't we we could afford to not to 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 still try to figure it out and still get a win right. Unfortunately, we're in the MIAA. We don't have that luxury, okay? So we've got to make the adjustments sooner. I thought that's why we played better down the stretch, right? After we hammered out the secondary, after we switched to a, to a four-man front, right? Um, <clears throat> right. I think we, 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 we looked a lot better. But at that point, we were what? We were, we were, what were we? We were, we were what, two and four? I don't, hold 
Yeah. Okay. We were like we were two and four when we when we decided to to make finally hammer down some changes. Right. We can't we can't do that and expect to have success right now. The, unfortunately for us, the offense did open up early. I, again, I must appreciate Coach Doral doing that. I know I know he's he's more of a like a ground and pound guy. But when we have the weapons, right? Like we, we as we saw against Missouri Western, as we saw against Emporia. We saw against Missouri. Pretty much we saw every game except for the Fort Hayes game, uh, right? Like that. We could score with anybody in the country, right? Like I, I, that wasn't a worry, right? The worry was we took a huge step back defensively, right? We took a huge step back. Obviously, I figured that was going to happen because we're, we were losing Rob. We were losing Mike. We were losing uh, Trayvon Craig. Those are three guys very tough to replace, right? Two of them are playing pro football, right? Uh, Trayvon finished his rookie season in Japan. I'm not going to need to uh, reach out to him. He's supposed to be going to try to record a new intro for us for the upcoming season there. And then Rob will be playing in the uh, uh, they, they, they have the IFL. IFL for the San Antonio Gunslingers, right? So, like... Clearly, clearly, you know, Robs and and Mikes and Trayvons don't walk through the door all way nearly right. So, like, clearly, clearly, that obviously played a played a factor. Right? As did we lost all three starting starting linebackers, right? Because Blake Barone medically retired. Um, oh crap! What is his name? Jason Harris graduated, and then Chase Faber transferred, right? And you know, so. Then you also look at the fact that Dylan Buckheit was out for the for the season. I contend that 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 also a loss that was overlooked. I feel like too, um, just because Dylan was one of the better safeties in the in the in the conference. Right, so so I, obviously there was a lot against the unit. Right, we knew I I, I knew that Noah West was not going to have the same impact he had, just given that we lost Mike and Rob. Uh, we also lost Julius Coach. We can't overlook that. Look that too. So there was substantial losses, right? Like I think that was that was really apparent. But I did believe there was enough there for us to be better defensively than what we saw for the majority of the, of the season, right? I feel like once we switched to the four man front, it did get better. Right when we put Hunter and Zane in there together, right the middle of the run defense became a whole lot better. Again, I put on the uh, Pitch State game, right? I get yeah, that's to tell you right there, right? We need those two in at all times. Um, you know the defensive end spot, right? I feel like we got something there late with with Wesley Hudson, the true freshman out of out of Desoto. Uh, right. I like. I feel like there's uh, Johnny Wilson was also solid too. Right. I think when 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 Lem wanted to play, when he was on, he was on. Like there was some, there was some answers there. It just was not consistent outside of Zane and Hunter, and we can't have that. We just, we just, we can't have only part of the D line being there. And not the other part of the D line being there. Um, so 
<clears throat> you know, I, that was a problem. Um, I felt like the second day also was a problem early. I still couldn't tell if we got to get out of the zone. I, listen, listen, listen. 2022, I, we, I felt like we, and even in 2021, right, when we was in the press, man, we had better success. We had better success. I just don't like us in the zone. There always seems to be too many holes in the zone, too many busts in the zone. We got to just, we got to, I feel personally feel like, man, it's probably our best bet. Because I'm telling you right now, yeah, I feel like, at least last year, Amante and JK for sure could have held their own in man more times than not, right? I still contest Kobe Stevens better shoot, shoot it at corner. I think he thrived in the press, man. Right? I, I feel like hopefully we move him back there. But I feel like that's our best bet is press, man. It's just, it's just you go back to the Missouri Western game, that fourth down because it was busting the zone. There's too many busts in the zone that resulted in big in big plays for the office. Just can't have them. We also can't have the musical chairs back there in the secondary. Right. We 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 got to you got to identify people back there and leave them back there. Right. Like and it wasn't like we didn't know what we had back there. Like we we knew who we had coming coming into the season. So why were we playing like fifty DBs in the first three or four games? That it shouldn't have been the case. You know? It's just right, it's just it's things like that that I do question that we can't have repeated this 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 coming year if we want to have success. We just we just can't. We've got to make changes earlier. We can't be waiting three, four, five games in, then trying to make changes, right? Because we, we don't have the luxury of time in the MIAA. We just, you have to come out the gate strong. You have to make adjustments early because otherwise we are playing catch up and more times than not, your only hope after playing catch up is to try to get to a bowl. Okay. So, we, I think defensively, we, we have to start there as far as making changes to improve, right? When we're looking at the numbers defensively this year, we allow 26.7 points a game. But I feel like that's like six, that's a, almost a full touchdown more than we did last year. Um, we allowed 153.1 yards a game. Four and a half yards of carry, 18 touchdowns. So we didn't see that's not you can't win many games doing that. Like you just we got to get that fixed. That has to be like priority number one is get the run defense fixed. Because if that telling you if we do that again next year, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the same song and dance. Uh passing wise, allowing only two hundred and thirty. 13.3 yards a game, uh, 20 touchdowns to eight picks, right? Okay, that looks good, but also people didn't have to pass when they was able to run. Look, you look at Northwest, uh, yeah, you look at uh, North Northwest. I know the man's at Oregon now, okay, but he ran on us. It's ridiculous, right? You look at North, North Eastern State, the run game killed us, right? It, it People didn't have to pass. Okay, and then like yes, people didn't really have to pass. Now, granted, when we got the secondary, 
situated. Uh, it was a very good secondary, so it was hard to pass. But people didn't really have to pass. Okay, so um, that also contributed to the low, low, low numbers. Then allowing only 366 and a half yards a game. That that yardage in this day and age is not a gripe. Like I, I really, I never cared about the yardage allowed. I care more about the points, right? The 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 points and are they moving the ball? Like are they moving the ball into our territories? Um, we held them build teams to thirty one point nine percent on third. Very good. 63.6% on fourth. Eh, we liked it a little bit lower. Uh, we notched, we had, we had what, 16? We had what, 24 sacks this year? 24 sacks, okay, respectable. Um, allowed 38 touchdowns. We did four, seven missed field goal. Again, for another specialty, the return game outside of Lincoln and was it Wasmer? I think are probably the two best. Uh, the kick coverage unit had some breakdowns this year, but you got to give Coach Curley credit because that kick block unit was excellent. Probably the best kick block unit we've had since 2018. Okay, so I do want to give Coach Curley credit credit there. Uh, teams were 32 or 39 in the red zone, 25 of them being touchdowns. You can't. See, that's uh, it's kind of a lot of trips in the red zone that we're going to be 100% honest with you there. So, we like that's we we we've got to take steps there, I think. And again, it's hard to speculate because people in the portal. I know Cam Manahan went to a, a West Texas AM, but I we do have JK back, we have Kobe back. We hopefully, hopefully have a healthy buck hype back. Uh, we should have Mosley back. <coughs> right, I feel like we got we got Jaleek Lewis back. Um, you know, like I, I I feel like we got enough there. And then, like I said before, we added a few Jugos, uh, Willie Rice, and then there's another another one as well. Right, like I feel the secondary. The second day, honestly, we should still be fine. I know Amante is a tough loss, right? Um, very good corner, very very good corner. If you, if you follow, if you follow along on Twitter, he got um, a Colorado State and a UTEP offer over the past couple of couple of couple of days. Very good corner, much like um, Darius Hawkins. One of those I didn't. I went. It, it was one of those in the moment early. Man, I was a little bit too rough on the man. But then going, going back there, and then especially kind of looking at it more, realizing they weren't always put in the best spot there. Uh, and the way he turned it on, on, on late. You go back to that Wasburn, that Pitt State game. We're putting on a clinic. Okay, so um, that is a tough loss. Right, right. But I feel like we've got enough for the secondary there. I still got faith in Coach Adam McGuire, Coach Kevin, Kevin Neal. If we're looking, if we're being honest, 100% honest with you here, I mean, you don't want to say that was the strength of defense, but down the stretch, definitely was, I feel like, the strength of the defense. Um, you know, I feel like, I feel like linebacking, the linebacker core, it, it was solid. It was solid. We didn't get 
I think what really hurt us, though, honestly, we, we didn't get big seasons out of Carter Johnson and Noah West. Again, not too surprised by Noah. In my opinion, we also did a very poor job of moving him around. Like, that's another thing, too. We've got to put guys in better situations to go out there and make the plays, right? Uh, because why couldn't we do what Dallas does with, with uh, Michael Parsons, what, what my Steelers do with, with TJ, TJ Watt? Move Noah West around. When, when we put Noah in position to make plays, he made plays. And Noah's too good of a defender for us to have a role in neutralizing him. Like, we're handicapping ourselves by not moving him around. So we, we've got to do a better job of that. Uh, I think I think Connor turned it on late last last, last year. It was more your Venice Connor, Connor Johnson's. The Ford Hayes game, uh, I think he had a big play in the pitch state game. Right, like That's the Connor we need to see for 11 games. Right, we saw it for being generous four, I think. I mean, it just it wasn't the man's year again. I don't know. I'm sure they were keying on him defensively because he he kind of was like the lone guy that was proven. I was I was very pleased though about Zion in his increased role. Made some big plays early on there, um, right? So I think the biggest the biggest loss of that unit. Uh, that I'm aware of is Marlo Hughes just because he graduated. I was glad he was he was able to end end his career on on the on on the field. But telling you right now, telling you right now though, we have a star in Jack Puckett. I this was the best case scenario. I said when he signed, it was I was looking at a spinning image of Dylan Hall, and I was truly hoping. We was going to get a spitting image of Dylan Hall. And I am glad to say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have that. And Jack Puckett, this is a guy, should be a stalwart for the next three years. A just fantastic player, extremely good against the run, a, a, a great feel for the game. I you just I you you look at the stats seat when his opportunities grew, the numbers grew. I just a fantastic linebacker. Um, I think he's a natural leader, right? Like I, I, I think this is a guy that, that really has all coverage potential. Should 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 be a a a, a mainstay on, on on all conference teams. If I was to give you, I feel like he. Yeah, he kind of he kind of gives off that like. Buck height type vibe. He's just a gamer, right? Like, I don't care. I don't care what the mess was with the forty. T- I do not care. You put on the tape. The man is making, making, making plays, right? So I, I, I think we are very good hands there. That, that honestly might have been the best development. I, him, him, and the, what we saw out of Jonathan Mosley again because we know last year the coverage was. It just wasn't good, right? Again, I go back to that Kearney game. He got cooked on that final drive. What, tremendous season out of most. I think he had, what, two or three picks there. Numerous, numerous breakups, right? That's the most we was hoping to see, right? So 
Um, I, I think that those those two are definitely bright spots out of the out of the uh, the tough the tough tough season. Uh, the combo of Zayn and the Hunter as well, if you putting them out there together, uh, and then also the uh, development there of Wesley Hudson. I, again, I'm hollering the man. I saw at least the tape. I saw. I figured it was he was going to register. I just felt like. Felt like he was raw, um, but when he got in the game, though, uh, he looked anything but. So, like, I think that's a positive. I think exactly still well is still is still a positive. We saw the motor out there, and I think we should. Get, I was also impressed with Marcus Soul when when he was out there too, right? I feel like there are some positives there um, that we could build off of, right? But we just got to see overall improvement, and we've got to see adjustments made faster. Looking, we're looking offensively. <clears throat> really, my only gripe, my only major gripe, outside of the fourth down, the third and short play calling, which again, it just it, the fullback dives is just not working. I we just, it's just not fooling anybody. I think that's the problem. I get we I get Andrew Carney, very good fullback. It just it just was not working. Um, I still contest on the fourth and shorts. Why did we? <coughs> excuse me. Why did we stop the tush push that that worked well against Carney? We like use it in that game, worked every time, and then we never use it again. Um. And ask question why is that the case? But outside of that, really was the turnovers. I think that the Pitt State game pretty much summed it up right there, right? Like the, we can't, right? We should have won that game when we had what six turnovers, right? You go to uh Emporia, whether we had four or five turnovers, right? Like that I think is the biggest knock. Because really, I feel like most of the time we stopped ourselves because it was either turnovers well we we uh we were missing easy passes right um we got behind the chains due to penalties i most of the most of the drives was with killway with nothing was usually at our own expense and that's it's unfortunate. But that's the mark of a good offense when that's the case, right? Um, I think what 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 we definitely gotta see, we definitely gotta see, we gotta see the Dawson that we saw against Lincoln, and we gotta see the Dawson that we saw in Missouri Southern. Because the Dawson we saw in Missouri Southern did not turn the ball over like we did, like he did this past year. Now you know so. Some of the picks were late, late game. There was two picks. It was late in game. We trying to make plays fun. Okay, I, I won't, I won't, I'll knock a few. I'll, I'll knock a few out. But there was some baffling play calls. There's some baffling throws. Right, I go to uh, North Northeastern State. Right, why are we throwing the ball though in triple coverage in the end zone? Like we had checkdowns open, we could throw the ball away. Right, it's things like that. That's make you scratch your head, right? But then there's other times when when he plays within the offense, uh, we have success. I forgot which game it was, right? We, we, uh, he's not the fastest guy, but he took off, was getting positive yards, right? And we take the check downs. 
Um, like the Lincoln game, the, the Lincoln game is the best example. I know you're saying it's Lincoln, but you go go back and watch that game. The way he operated, the, the he played within the offense, took what the defense gave him. I think we scored on all but like one drive when he was in there. That's what we need to see is just operate within the offense because we have the skill players there. Like I know, I know Trayvon's gone. Right, but we got a running back uh, yesterday. Telling you right now, I forgot the man's name. Telling you, right, I'm telling you right now. I think we still have Will Mason back. I truly hope so because that man also looked really good. We've got it back coming in at a JUCO that is a spitting image of Trayvon Wolford. I do not foresee a drop off there. I, I truly don't. Okay, we've got the receivers. Um, I know we lost. Uh, Darius, we lost Danny, we lost um, Malachi. I just, from an on-field perspective, <clears throat> are they great losses? I, I feel like Danny. I feel like it. I, I I really feel like Danny probably should have got some more burn. If I'm being honest, just seeing seeing what I saw out of out of out of out of Danny, um, right? But like the other ones, I mean. <sighs> Darius, yeah, I guess. Malachi, not really. I mean, he kept dropping passes. I mean, he had his chances. Uh, but, like, we do return Delso. We return Terrell, who had a breakout season, right? We still got uh, Madison back. We've got Tariq back. We've got Christian Romero back, to my knowledge, right? Um, I think we still have KVL Wiggins back. I think, well, he should have preserved his redshirt this year, I think. Um, so we still have new weapons there, right? And with the, I feel like all he has to do is operate within the offense for us to, to to maybe score more than 27 points a game. I think I said we were hoping should be minimum 28 points. We're a point off. I can take that. I mean, it is what it The shutout is what really hurt us there. I think it had we scored something against Fort Hayes, probably would have had a 28. Um... But regardless there, right? So I think that's the biggest thing we need is we need to play within the offense from Dawson because, again, given what <clears throat> given what is around him, I, I think he has the, 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 the potential to be one of the, one of the, one of the best in the conference. Uh, I know we added a Houston transfer. I think he was a walk-on in Houston. Um, obviously, we're losing stuff. Yeah. <sighs> I, I hate the way he went out. I truly do with the injured shoulder. Um, and and we, I, I think more so, more <clears throat> more so than anything is the leadership that we're losing there. Like I, I I don't like I I I don't know if if people if we will really understand. Like the what? Because it's 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 hard to put into words, right? I I I I feel like I feel like it's hard to really convey though what the leadership they did would have followed Steph into a burning building. Okay, like, I I can tell you that the, it's very tough to replace that. It's very 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 tough to replace that. 
Um, you're also losing Lane, another fantastic leader on that on that on on that team, right? I think that's what kind of concerns me offensively. Uh, we're losing two of the leaders there. Um, that's gotta come. It's gotta <clears throat> it has to come from somewhere. Now, I think um, Cayman, Cayman, I think for sure can can become one. Gen- I I I I have that vibe the way he plays, right? I think you know if if we if Noah can, I mean I give him credit because he did clean up the penalties for the most part. Now we just need more consistency. Like I get the freshman season was so good for the man, it was so good. And it's just the past the past two years it just hasn't it hasn't been up to that level, right? Um I, I definitely think though the mindset I've seen from Delso, right? I think we've gotta be gotta protect here's the thing though, too. We we we've gotta hit the deep shots to Delso, to T D, to Madison. Cause we had several deep shots this season, and it was in last season too. We've got to hit those, man. We have to hit those. Like I, and I know some of it's the win. I I get it. I know where we're at. But like we have to be able to connect on some of those because that really opens things up. And I really feel for those guys because it's got to be. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 tough. I think it's tough for us fans watching it. It's tough for the receivers that run the route. It's tough for Coach Drew that. Called a great play call, right? Like it, it's it's tough when you don't hit on those, and so I, I think we have to hit on those two, um, right? But I think I think the biggest thing we need because we don't have Oscar anymore. He's at North Texas now. Um, I know we signed a JUCO tight end. I think he was at a Cisco. I think I think it, I think it was. Listen, I'll tell you right now. Yes, Oscar's a a great a great loss. He's one of the best tight ends in in D two football. But I'm telling you, don't sleep on Dominic Dunn. I I said I said this when he signed. Reminded me a lot of Dante McGee, right? I I I really believe he can he can be he can he can excel in a more prominent role. I I true. I truly believe that. Uh, I know Coach uh, Coach uh, uh, Donald was also high on him, right? Um, but I'm really excited to see what Randy Nix does. I remember he played some. Anyway, he played enough as a freshman to burn his red shirt. I'm really excited to see what he does. And we get a year in the weight room. I'm telling you, we're running. He sets the edge. Okay. Right, so like I, I don't think I get Oscars a loss, but we still have um, more, more, more weapons, and I still think that Dominic Dunn can can be that, that safety blanket uh, along with the transfer that that we got. <coughs> but um, yeah, looking looking at at wide receiver though, Terrell had a breakout year. This was the. This was the Terrell I was waiting to see. That I was, I was waiting to see because we said last year in spurts, right? That was the same Terrell I was high on coming out of Choctaw, and he put it together last year. I'm glad for the man. 
Because again, that Choctaw tape, I was like, this is Lely Curry. What we saw last year was Lely Curry esque. I'm glad he was finally able to get in the paint, right? Okay. I think Jacob Delso, again, and he, had a, he had a quieter season, but there were also several missed deep throws. I think there was at least two or three in that, in that, in that Lincoln game, right? If we can get him going, because I feel like there's some games we got him going early. But in the other game, we didn't really get the man involved, right? If we can find ways to manufacture touches for him, I think will also help. Um, you also got to find a way to connect more with Madison in the intermediate game. There was a few touchdowns this year. It's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I did. I know he scored against Lincoln. I was, I, you don't know how happy I was when he scored against a, a, a Lincoln. I truly was. Because he had a few where they were going to have to be fantastic catches because they were either in traffic or the ball placement wasn't there. But we got if we can get him going in the middle of the field in the intermediate game, because I'm telling you last year, there were op- there were more opportunities there for him that we just that we just missed. And I added Madison's too talented of a guy for us to miss those. Um, so like I, I and I think that was that that kind of was like there was more meat on the bone in the pass game. Like we averaged two forty five point six this year passing. That I feel like that could easily have been 300 if we had connected on a few more passes. Um, so I think that I think that's a bright spot too. Is like as good as the past game looked in spurts. Uh, I feel like it can be better. Like I I I definitely feel like it can. Um, because I feel like we started, but we just got. I feel we got to manufacture touches. We've got to get Delso going, and we've got to find a way, especially with, with, with Oscar gone now. I feel if we can get Madison in that intermediate-type game, we get, we, get, we get the ball to him better timing-wise, um, where he can do more after the catch, where he's not trying to have to make a tough catch more times than not. We have to be there, right? I think the pass game should still be fine. Uh, we looked on the offensive line. We are losing Landon Cooper. Those are two starters, right? Um, when Cayman told me he should be back for spring, when he told me after the Lincoln game again, I'm listening. I'm hoping the recovery is going well for him. Uh, but I, I am I'm very high on Reese Trammell. I'm extremely high on Reese Trammell. Uh, go back to the Lincoln game. You uh, watch that second line. I know when I was talking to Peyton, um, he he always raves about the second second unit. Tell you right now, uh, Reese Trammell has the potential. I'm seeing all conference type potential there if we if the man can now uh, carve out some more playing time. Right, we know about Noah. We know about Cayman. Our Walker Peck is solid. Is solid too. Right. Um, so I, I, the offense, we, we allowed what 16 sacks. I mean, some of those, I, I, I well, I'm gonna say, say what three or four probably covered sacks, right? So, well, I, I give them 12 sacks, 
<clears throat> allowed, right? So we're, we're looking about about a sack a game. That's not bad. I mean, uh, you know, obviously we're losing a first-team all-conference center, right? But because we've we've had Walker play some center before, Iris Kellen's played some center before, right? Um, you know, I, so like we're not we're not entirely. Um, we're not entirely in a bind there because we have guys that have experience there. Um, it's more so we're losing Cooper. We gotta again, we gotta find somebody there, take that spot. Um, I know we've got you know transfer from Fresno committed the other day. I don't know if he signed. Um, but I, I we are targeting offensive line. Um. We we just gotta continue to beef that unit up there. Um, so, like, but I, again, I'm not as worried about the offense as I am about the defense. I'm looking at the offensive numbers: 27 points a game, uh, 156.1 yards a game rushing, 4.7 yards a carry, 19 touchdowns. Again, I don't even with Trayvon and Peyton gone. I don't anticipate there being much of much of a drop off. Just given the JUCO that we signed, plus I think Will Will Mason, <coughs> excuse me, Will Mason is more than capable of of, of being the uh, bell cow to um, where we two hundred forty five point six yards a game passing. The sixteen touchdowns to fourteen picks, though. See the interceptions, we cannot have that. Um, we 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 cannot have that. Four hundred and one yards a game offensively. Again, we stop ourselves. I think that that's that's the gist of it here, right? Is we stop ourselves. Um, we were thirty six percent on third because he again, but we again we we got to convert on those. I know a lot of those were third longs, but like we had a few, we had a few drops uh, from Malachi on some third and shorts. We had receivers open on third and shorts that we missed them right, like we. We we've got to convert on the manageable third downs and ensure we make it to where more third downs are not third and eight, third and tens. That they're more your third and threes, your third and fives. Uh, we were forty three point four percent on fourth. Uh, we were eleven to fifteen on field goals. I'll touch on that in one minute. On one on onside, thirty two or thirty nine in the red zone with twenty three of them being touchdowns. And then 36 to 37 on PATs. Now, as far as the kicking game, we just need to see more consistency out of out of, out of Nicky. And that's because it, again, it, it's tough for Mary. He missed what two kicks against Kearney. Uh, he hits the game winner against Missouri Southern. Um, he drills a four something yard field goal. What was what, what, what's that? Uh, that was that was that was that was that Wasberg? Was that Pitts? Uh, regardless, regardless, we know the man can kick in tough situations. You go to Kearney last year; it was it was like what fifteen mile per hour winds from almost like fifty yards, right? Like oh, we just we just got to get more consistency, more consistency there. I Nikki, we should be fine. Um, but what with our problem is though, we can't be kicking. Shit, we can't we can't only have twenty three touchdowns and thirty nine attempts in the red zone. No, we get 
we, we, we've got to get more touchdowns. I feel like also that's another problem, too. We had too many drives stalling in and field goals to the point where, again, I question, am I, am I watching the Dallas Cowboys here? Um, you know, and I, I would use my Steelers, but we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't get to the red zone. So, but, but um, right. Like we, we, that, that's a, that's an area too. I feel like we've got to get more touchdowns than field goals. That also hurts us too. Um, and I felt like that's the I felt like we should we have we should have. I know we had a few touchdowns called back for penalties because Terrell had one um, that was called back against Missouri Western. There was one Oscar had against somebody that was called back. I think those two ended up ended up with field goals, right? But we 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 can't we can't self sabotage ourselves down there uh, because that will also lose you football games. Punting. I have no worries. We we went from David Vargas. Again, I don't know what Swatshu did to fumble the, the bag, but I greatly appreciate it. We went, we went from him to Grayson Miller, the uh, true freshman. Punting is in fantastic hands. I, we, we honestly went from Jay Tedesco. We had that one-year drop a little bit when we had Francisco and Bo. And then we, uh, we got back on track last year and this year. So... I got putting to be in, in, in good hands. Uh, long snapper-wise, we have one of the best in the conference there in Peyton Hunt. So not too worried there. Um, looking at our quarter-by-quarter quarter breakdown scoring, we were outscored in the first 82-71. to 71. We outscored foes in the second 88-78. to 78. We were outscored in the third 66-56, to 56, and we were outscored in the fourth. 82 to 68. So, <clears throat> what does that show? That shows we start slow. And that's been a problem. Literally, I mean, on the score in general, that's been a problem since I've been covering the program. And we, we start slow, and you can't have that in the MIAA. If, if, if we, and like I said this to in the, uh, In the, in, the, in the update, right? Even if we fix the issues we just discussed defensively, offensively, from an, from an adjustment standpoint, that's not going to matter if we don't start faster. Um, we got to win on the road this year. Like we have to win on the road against more than North Eastern Lincoln, but we've got to win on the road. Um, that has to be a thing. Um but we, we we also can't start games slow. We can't start games slow. We can't start the season slow. We can't we can't start off as a one and three team. Like that that's just that's just not going to get you to the postseason. It, it's it's not. That cost us before that literally cost us in twenty eighteen. Literally did. Okay. So um we, we we've got we there is work to do. There there's moves definitely work to do. Um, I feel like the talent is there, right? I, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like talent is there. I mean, it's just we've got to make the most out of that talent. I feel like we did offensively for the most part last year. Um, it's just turnovers got us. 
I think defensively is where we really have to make a major rebound. Like we have to make a major rebound because I look at all Fitch and say, why did we adjust that two and a half games in? Had great success <clears throat> rest of the season. But it took us six games to adjust on defense. And even then, we still didn't adjust properly because we're still not moving around the West. Um, right? Like, we're still playing a zone that is still has porous holes, right? Like, we, we, we've got that whole side of the ball, to me, has should be coming in with a lot to prove. We get caught with it. Should be coming in with a lot to prove because that unit, it, 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 it took, to my opinion, it took a massive step back and that, that you, it, it cost us. It's, it's weird, right? Because last year, the defense, you could say, carried the offense. This year, the offense carried the defense. Winning teams have both, and we, 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 we have to find a way to have both. So um, that's kind of my more detailed thought on the on the season. Wrapping it up here, though, the, the early signing day. Like I said in my tweet, <clears throat> I know the fact that it's, it's been Juco heavy. I, I, and I know normally... We don't sign freshmen on that on, on early signing day, but like I feel like, you know, they're like, oh well, where are more of the guys from the portal, right? They, listen, here's the here's the here's here's the here's the. I'm not against. I, I I'm not opposed to this route we're going because we still return the bulk of our roster, right? The bulk of our roster will be a lot of seniors, right? I mean. I think Delso's a senior, Madison's a senior, um, Tariq will be a senior, where Dawson's a senior, where we know is a senior, Cayman's a senior, um, Hunter and Zane are seniors, where we uh, Zion's a senior, Connor's a senior, Noah's a senior, Mosley's a senior, Bug Heights a senior, Kobe's a senior. Right, I mean, Nikki is Nikki's a senior. I mean, we're, we're looking at a lot of guys. You playing their last year in the UCLA uniform, um, and we still don't know because not everybody uses their extra COVID year, um, right? Like Raekwon could have came came back, right? So uh, I think the same with David Vargas too. So right, so like, so like, I mean, you got to also consider consider that too. So what I'm saying is. And we want this is our last chance to maximize the window that we have. And so I'm not opposed to bringing in Juco's because like like I listed the the names of Juco's that UCO's gotten in my time covering that have went on to have great, 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 great success. Um some I didn't name, I, I forgot at the moment. JT Looper, one of the best receivers in school history, Juco, Josh Moore. Extremely clutch receiver, Juco. TJ Roberts, one of the most explosive players over the past decade, Juco. Um, Blake Barone, we know how good he was, Juco. Dylan Hall was a Juco. Um, well, obviously, Trayvon Wolfram was a Juco, right? Kate, 
<coughs> Cayman and JK were JUCOs. Um, so we have had success. Mike and Rob were JUCOs, right? We've had success in the junior college ranks, right? So I'm not as opposed to this. I also pointed out the fact you look at, at Mexico State and you find, you're in front of me on Facebook. I made several posts this year about them because both coordinators, uh, well, pretty much like a, a lot of their, a lot of their, pretty much their whole staff, a lot of their staff has MIAA ties. Uh, Jerry Kill, their head coach, was an Emporia coach. Um, both his coordinators uh, were at Pitt State. Um, Right, and, and, and you look at that Mexico State roster, most of his key players were Jucos. Uh, the quarterback, Diego Pavi, was a Juco. Uh, one of their running backs was a, is an NEO guy. Uh, by the way, shout, shout out to the NEO head coach there. Follow me on Twitter there last week. I appreciate that. Right, like he, that's a, that Jerry killed. That's a program. They do a great job. Even when he was in Minnesota, Mining the Juco ranks, getting the right guys. Right, I look at GJ Kenny at Texas State. I think today he signed a five-year extension. Got them to their first bowl since they moved up to FBS in 2012, I think it was. Mainly off the backs of Juco's. Uh, Louisiana Monroe, the new head coach, Brian Vincent. I think every player he signed uh, yesterday was Juco's. Because, like, here's the thing, right? We know, I know the flag bearer is Bill Snyder, right? And I know, like, the the, the negative, right? There's there's Candace under Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Weiss, that 20, 2014 signing class where he signed a bunch of Juco All-Americans and, like, none of them panned out, right? Like, how that <clears throat> set the program back uh, New Mexico, the dying days of the uh, Bob Davy era, right? They still haven't, haven't, we haven't recovered. Even though I think now they hired uh, the right man in Bronco Bronco uh, Mendenhall, right? Yes, I I get I get. If you go that route, it can leave your roster in bad shape. Okay, but again, I think history has shown we, we know how to find get the right guys. Um, we still bringing in freshmen. This isn't like we're just only going Jugos. But I, I'm not. I feel like that's the better route than going in the portal. I, I because here's the thing with Jugos. Here's the thing, right? I'm sure a lot of us who see Last Chance you, right? I get. I've had the pleasure of talking to several players that have experienced Juco. Um, t- those guys come out of there hungry. They come out of there. Um, focus, they come out of there determined, okay? Because Juco, that's a very doggy dog world, um, right? And I, I, they, guys come out there, and I'm telling you, it is different, right? Juco guys are different. Like, I know that, that, that's just, that's just, it's, it's a saying. It's a very true saying. Juco guys are different. Most of those guys, all those guys love ball. I mean, I get it. It's it's it, it. Yeah, no. If you if you come out of JUCO, I. Uh, yeah, that says a lot. Okay, so 
I'm not opposed to that. We've had great success. Again, I say look at Cayman, look at JK this year, right? Two shining examples, right? So, um, yeah, I'm not opposed to us going down that uh, route as long as we get the right ones. Um, again, I feel like we've got to make sure we get a team that meshes well, that plays for each other. Um, again, I go back to 2022. You, that was a team that was playing for each other. I didn't feel like that was always the case this past year. We just need, if we just get more cohesiveness, it would go a long way. Um, so, like I said, I'm very pleased with what we got there. We got a few defensive backs. We got a really good running back, a tight end. Um, I want to say there was a, de- a, de- a defensive lineman in there. I'm still waiting. I need to touch base again with my man Chris Brennick. See if they're gonna get a get a list out. Um, or if they're going to just post like they did on X last Twitter last year. Um, so because I need to get that list before I make the full episode. I have a few names, um, but I need to get that list so I can put them properly evaluate and then make that that uh episode. So when I do get that, then I'll start making it. Um so hopefully that that that'll be that'll be becoming us <coughs> soon. Um and I think finally here we had a few former UCO players doing great things as well. Uh Tyrone Howell, the former receiver out of out of Ida Bell, former Hutchinson Community College guy, won a national championship, went to Kansas State, then was at ULM the past two years, had a catch against both Bama and Texas this past year. He has declared for the draft. I think he had an extra year that, that he could have used at COVID. Um I think he's a, I think he should get a look. You know, I, I think he'll probably be a, a, a UDFA. Um, but I, I, I feel like Tyrone will definitely get get a, a look. Also, shout out to um, Isaiah, Isaiah Major. I know a lot of you guys are new. But um, the running back for OU, Marcus Major, that, that's his cousin. And 2019 is a true freshman out of Millwood. I said we had really good core linebackers uh, back then, too. I said was going to play as a true freshman by years, and he was starting. Pretty much was like Eric Stryker. I know it was a, that that was like the comp back then was was uh, uh, Eric Stryker. He got booted off the team. He went to Independence, then went to FAMU, and was the uh, was the SWAC. He was the player of the of the of the year. Um, I think he's up to like was he up to like six two two forty now something like that. Uh, he definitely will, will, will get a look at the next level. So shout out there to uh, Isaiah Major. Again, it's just people claim, you know, I, I, I always say, if you just go by the two next to the D, you're, you're doing yourself a great disservice. There is high-level talent um, in, the, in the D2 level as evident by the portal. Right? Like, look, look, look at how many D2 guys um are going D1, right? Like, look at Oscar and look at uh, Amante, right? So, like, that's I, I that's, that's the thing, too. It's just, it's, it's, hopefully this is helping people understand that. It's, just, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's, 
it's tough when you talk to casuals that don't that just see that that it's a two and just assume assume it's it's just less than which is farthest from the truth. So um, I, I will continue to do my my part to uh, combat that. But but yeah, so that's my thought on the coaching changes at uh, Lincoln North or Eastern State. The um, thoughts on the season then the early signing day. Um, so hopefully I can get that list. Hopefully I'm not as congested. Um, and we get that out to you because I, I do want to get that out. I do want to dive into the film. I would just rather do it all at one time, uh, make it easier. So um, I will keep you all posted on that when that time comes, though. Um, but I, I, I'm definitely glad I was able to get, get to take this out to you here. I was able to take the day off. Um congestion or whatnot. I just should forget it. Um, took the day off. My nose held up surprisingly. Um, my voice went a lot longer than I than I thought. But um, yeah, I want to get this out to you something before the holidays since it might be a minute. Um, so I'm wishing you all and, and, and for those that celebrate Merry Christmas, um, Happy New Year's, Happy Holidays. Um, again, I sincerely thank, thank you all for the support this year. It's fantastic as always. It always Blows my mind. Can't wait to see what 2024 has in the store. Uh, like I said, come January, I'm gonna try to start reaching out to get some one-on-one schedule um, so we can get that back going. I do really enjoy the one-on-ones. Um, <clears throat> and then before you know it, we'll have National Signing Day. Um, and, and and then we'll just we'll just go from uh, uh, there. So um, appreciate you all, love you all. Um, Again, the the, the, the um, contact info is below. You ever want to reach out? DMs are always open. Emails is always open. Um, again, you can follow me, friend me. I'm thinking on Instagram. I'm just trying to good on. You can friend me on there too. Facebook as well. Um, but again, it's just uh, I really appreciate you all. So until next time, my name is, and hopefully I don't butcher this. My name is Jonathan Goto, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.